Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, I am super excited about the episode that I have prepared for you. We're going to be talking about boundaries and how boundaries set us free. This is one of my lessons learned really in 2020, or I would say my lessons learned over the pandemic. And I thought I would go a little bit deeper and take the time today to unbundle this concept of setting boundaries and really how is it that setting boundaries can set you free. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Boundaries set us free. This statement might sound counterintuitive. Boundaries can sound restrictive, and restrictive seems to be the opposite to free. So let me explain. If we want to live our best lives and we want to be free, we can afford to live our lives driven by other people's expectations. So I think that by the end of today's episode, you're going to agree with me that boundaries set us free. We are always setting healthy or sometimes unhealthy boundaries, whether we realize it or not. When we say yes to everything because we want to avoid disappointing others, we are setting an unhealthy boundary. When we say no to everything for fear of how we might be seen or judged, we're also setting boundaries, probably not the healthiest ones. When we try to control other people because we want to feel in control, we want to feel needed and not be alone, we probably are also not setting the most healthiest um, boundaries. By setting healthy boundaries, we can gain control and we can improve the quality of our lives. And that's what I want to focus on in today's episode. But what is a boundary anyways? Just so we are all on the same page, my definition of a boundary is like a line on the sand where you have the control of the consequences. Sometimes um, when we say yes to someone or something, we end up saying no to ourselves. Setting boundaries can really help us build confidence and self-esteem. But how can we set boundaries? I feel there's four steps. The first step is we need to identify the boundaries. Um, we can change what we don't label. So we really need to identify what boundaries we already have in our lives, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, and also try to identify what boundaries we need in our lives, um, focusing on those healthy boundaries. The second step is we need to communicate our boundaries. 
we we need to ask someone to hold us accountable. If we don't communicate our boundaries, we can't expect others to hold us accountable or follow our own, own boundaries or respect our boundaries. The third step is we need to honor our own boundaries. We need to be willing to say no when we have to say no. Um, we'll talk more about why boundaries fail. And I think that one of the things is we're, especially for those people that are people pleasers, this is very, very hard. And we're going to talk about this later. But, you know, we need to identify our boundaries, communicate our boundaries. We need to honor our boundaries. And finally, we need to mentally scan our environment. Um, some compromise will always or sometimes be required. But if the norm is that your boundaries are not respected, you might be on the wrong environment altogether. I always talked about that we are the combination of the five people that we surround ourselves with. If we want to set habits, we talked about setting our right environment. And the same applies for boundaries. If we are in an environment where boundaries are constantly being compromised by others. And if we have checked that we've been clear in communicating those boundaries, we have honored our own boundaries and still they are not being respected by others, maybe we need to evaluate our environment. I personally don't believe that any of us are setting enough boundaries in our lives. This is something that came very clear to me last year as we were forced to work from home. Um, sometimes we are scared or we're not confident enough, or sometimes we don't have an idea of what boundaries to set or what boundaries we need. But the truth is, at least I personally believe that we don't set enough boundaries in our lives. I also personally believe that we need to set boundaries with others, but also we need to set boundaries with ourselves and for ourselves. And I don't believe that any of us are setting enough of those for ourselves. Um, again, we're either scared or we're not confident enough, or we don't have an idea of where to start setting those boundaries. I want to talk about five areas in our lives where that I believe deserve setting boundaries. These are areas that I believe we should evaluate if we have the right boundaries, meaning do we have healthy boundaries in place? Or maybe we discover that we have unhealthy boundaries. But I believe that either if we don't have boundaries or the boundaries that we have are not healthy, these are areas that we should really think about setting those healthy boundaries. The first one is our relationships. Here's the thing. The entire world can and shouldn't have full access to you. So think about who does. Decide what relationships play the biggest role in your life and who gets what access to your schedule, your time, your energy, your feelings, your heart. Relationships is certainly an area that requires to have boundaries. The second area that deserve 
um, to set boundaries at is how you deserve to be treated by others. If you put everyone else's priorities first, then you're automatically saying or believing that your priorities are less important than their priorities. People cannot read your mind. You need to speak up. You are in control of what you do and the decisions that you make. And you are also in control of respecting yourself. And if you want others to respect yourself, then you need to set those healthy boundaries to ensure that that is the case. Number three, another area of your life that deserves setting boundaries is your time and your energy. Your time and energy are as valuable as anybody else's. Where do you feel that you're wasting your time and energy right now? Where do you think that you're spending most of your time today? What are the areas of your life that you don't feel you're spending enough time on? Remember, time and energy are limited resources. So you need to be smart about how, where, and when you're using both your time and your energy. If you're constantly saying yes to things, Remember that every time that you said yes to something, you're saying no to something else. If saying yes to everything ends up impacting your mood, maybe you really need to rethink what to what things you need to start saying no. You need to be more selective to what you say yes. Remember, your time and your energy is worth protecting. So then you can show up as the best version of yourself. But if you don't protect your time and your energy, it's going to be very hard for you to show up as your best self. The fourth area that deserves you setting boundaries is your priorities. Uh, You can show up as your best self if you're not doing what you need to do to become your best self. What are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you absolutely need to do that will help you show up as your best self. Could be, you know, what are the things that are important to you personally, family-wise, relationship-wise, with your team, in any area in your life. As you make decisions, as you say yes to something, always ask yourself if it is critical to your priorities. Is what you're about to say yes critical to your own priorities? And we need to realize that our priorities are all different. So the things that I'm going to say yes to might be different than the things that you're going to say yes to. So what are some of those non-negotiable rules based on your priorities that you need to put in place? The answer to this question, again, is going to be different for each of us. For some of us, the rules um, might be, you know, in one area and for others might be on other. Some rules that I have set for myself, for example, some boundaries that I set for myself is my morning routine. That's the first one that comes to my mind. That is a boundary that I set in terms of my time, in terms of my space, and in terms of my energy. I dedicate two hours every day to myself and my priorities 
first thing in the morning. Um, and I don't feel guilty about it. I just, because I've been able to create the right boundaries, healthy boundaries that allow me to invest in myself so I can show as the best version of myself, not only for me, but also for those that I care about. The fifth area I kind of touch in it is your personal space. We all have different limits on our personal space, whether it be how close you want someone to get to you or how much time alone you need to process life. You know, depending on whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you might need more or less personal space. In order to come up with boundaries in this area, you really need to know yourself. Watch and see what you're comfortable with and where do you get most of your energy. Think about boundaries you could set about how much time alone can you get every day? How physically close do you want others to be allowed? Um, nearby you. Those are some ideas of boundaries that you could think about when it comes to your personal space. I'm going to add a sixth one, and that is technology and social media. We live in a world that we are so connected, and it is important that we set boundaries as to how much time do we spend with technology, with social media, um, I mentioned several times in previous podcast episodes doing a social media audit to see if the accounts that you're following, are those giving you energy or are you, they're depleting you from your energy because they're making you feel, um, you know, that you're not enough or that you're not good enough or less confident or that you are far away or whatever negative feelings that can evoke, you want to make sure that you unfollow any of those. And, and that's that in itself a way to set boundaries around technology and social media. Boundaries basically are rules that are designed, if well-designed, um, to make your life easier. Just remember that because you could do something doesn't mean that you should. And I think that is a great question to ask ourselves to determine if we need to put a boundary. Could I do this? Maybe yes, but should I do this? Do I want to do this? Is this aligned with my priorities? I mean, the answer is no. Maybe something that you need to say no to and set your boundaries around the things that you say yes to, and the things that you say no to. What I like to do is to share with you some practical examples. Let me share with you examples of boundaries that I've set for myself over the last year while being forced to work from home due to the pandemic. I quickly learned as we move into this new reality that if I wanted to have a chance um, to make everything work, I needed to set boundaries so I could be productive at work, but also safeguard my mental health and maintain a healthy work-life balance. I needed to establish clear boundaries for and with myself, with my family, and with others. So here are 10 boundaries that I've set for myself in the last year. The first one is I created a dedicated workspace. 
I remember when the pandemic just started, I was working in my bathroom, in the kitchen table, in different places. And I was working in the same place that I was eating or that I was uh, playing with my kids or that I was watching TV. And I quickly realized that if I wanted to be most productive and again, keep my sanity, I needed to separate the spaces and have a dedicated space just for work. So when I'm in that space, I'm working. When I'm not in that space, I'm not working. And that helps me turn work on and off more easily. The second one is setting a schedule. That's also a boundary, setting a schedule for myself as to at what time I was going to start to work, at what time I was going to end working, if I had to schedule any breaks during the day. Um, which it's the third point, I schedule a lunch break. I even blocked my calendar for lunch. And this lunch break, you know, probably we had it when we were in the office, physically in the office, but being home and with my kids being home, my family being home, this was even more important because what I found myself is that I was adding so much stress to my days when I didn't have the time to prepare lunch for my family and for myself. And I was finding myself multitasking, like I was in a meeting at the same time that I was preparing lunch for my kids. And I wasn't paying full attention to my meetings. And I was becoming very stressed. And then I was not feeding my kids healthy, as I as healthy as I would like to. So in order to keep a balance in all of those things, I block time in my calendar for lunch. I blocked an hour and that allows me enough time to prepare lunch and have lunch without having to multitask all the time. And again, that reduced tremendously my levels of stress. Another boundary that I set for myself was to turn work off on weekends. I adopted this mantra of work hard, rest harder. And really stepping out of that working space on the weekends. Like I don't go into my office space on the weekends um, unless I need to grab something that I have there, but I don't spend time in there because I wanted to separate the two. And I found that I am more productive if I have the chance to recharge on the weekends And I found myself that I really needed to recharge on the weekends because now I was working more since I'm at home. The next boundary that I set is around hydration. I talked about this when I talk about my morning routine and when I talk about nutrition to feel at your best, the importance of staying hydrated. And I created this rule for myself of always having a water bottle next to me, no matter where I am in the house. So if I'm working, I always have a water bottle. And the moment that that water bottle is empty, it's time to stand up and go refill my water bottle. It also helps me get some steps and I'm constantly hydrating myself. I found myself that I was drinking much less water being home than when I was in the office. And I know how important it is to drink enough water. The next boundary that I set for myself is to dress up. 
to shower every day, to never work on my pajamas, to do my hair and maybe put a little bit of makeup. Like the first days of the pandemic, I would literally work on my pajamas. We were not yet using video cameras for our meeting. So no one was seeing me. My hair was a mess. And that together with not having dedicated space and not having clear schedules, I was basically working all day and I didn't even have time to take a shower at the end of the day. So I made a routine and part of my routine in the morning is to take a shower, to dress, maybe not as formal as if I was going to the office, but dress up, do my hair, put a little bit of makeup and be ready for for the day. The next one is the next boundary, number seven, I fake my commute. You know, one of the things that we gain with working from home is we don't have a commute anymore. So I was basically using that time of my commute to get more work done. And in the past, when I was going to the office, I would use that commute time was me time was time for me to listen to audiobooks or podcasts. So now I have that time block on my calendar along with my morning routine, which I'm going to talk about next. And I use those 20 minutes to 30 minutes every day for personal development. I'm getting personal development every day. And I'm just using the time that I would use for my commute. Actually, just half of the time because I'm just using my way to the office commute. I'm not using the way back home from the office. So I'm still gaining 30 minutes more of work every day, but I'm still getting my personal development every day. Number eight, my morning routine. This is secret. This is like, this is the most important routine of my day. And I have time blocked on my calendar for my morning routine. There are days Like with any of the other boundaries, there are days where there's exceptions and I need to adjust any of these boundaries, Uh, but those are the exceptions. So I have time blocked on my calendar. My morning routine takes place before everybody else wakes up. By the time that everyone wakes up, I'm already showered, I'm ready, I'm sitting on my desk and I'm probably finishing my personal development time. Number nine, I schedule personal projects on Fridays at 4 p.m. So during the week, I find myself working more hours than I used to when I was in the office. I'm starting to work a little bit earlier. I'm working a little bit longer. Um, I have less interruptions, so most of the times I'm even more productive during the time that I'm working. But I found myself and I put this boundary intentionally for myself that I wanted to be done with work on Fridays at 4 p.m. Typically during the work days, Monday through Thursday, I can end every time, anytime between 5.30, 6 p.m. I turn the computer off. Um, But on Fridays, I set the goal that by four I was going to be done. And I set, quote unquote, the rule to myself and I kept breaking that rule to myself. And we'll talk about that being a big problem when trying to set boundaries. So what I did in order to make sure that I was respecting my own boundary 
was to schedule something at 4 p.m. on Fridays. And if that thing that I schedule involves someone else, even better, because then the commitment is even stronger. And again, there's always exceptions, but um, I've been pretty good and sticking to that boundary. The next one is similar. I We schedule dinner at a certain time every day, and I don't work after dinner. This is my boundary around my time and my family's time and our family's time because I know that my kids get hungry at a certain time, and now we're all trained to have dinner around the same time every day, and that is my signal to turn off work at the end of the day. And then I made the rule to myself to not go back to work after dinner, but use that time from dinner onwards to spend quality time with my family, to do my evening routine, to get ready for rest, um, to maybe read a book or talk with my husband or watch a movie or do something that is not work-related, in other words. Okay, so those are 10 boundaries that I set for myself over the last year as a result of the pandemic. And when I go through all of these, yes, these are 10 rules that were not there 18 months ago. But these rules make me feel freer than I was a year ago. When the pandemic started, I was super stressed. I was burnt out, working very long hours, not having any um, work-life balance, feeling guilty all the time because I was sharing the same space literally 24 hours a day with my family, but I was spending less quality time with them than when I was going physically to the office. So here's again a proof that boundaries set us free and can help us live our best lives. Okay, let's talk about why do one boundaries don't work. Um, there's people that I've talked to that have told me, you know, I try setting boundaries, but they just don't work. I always end up giving in to those boundaries. Um, the best example that um, I can give is my kids, right? Like um, my son. Um, we've been struggling with him doing his homework consistently sometimes. And every time that he doesn't, then we threaten him with taking away his electronics if he doesn't finish his homework. And two hours later, he's playing with his electronics, whether he's done his homework or not. And I found myself doing that. And I said, time. We need to reassess this and think about why this is not working. Because when you set boundaries and those boundaries are not working, that can be the most frustrating thing, even more than not having boundaries in the first place. And so let's uncover why is that boundaries don't work. And I have identified three reasons. The first one is that maybe you don't enforce your boundaries. Again, we threaten others with consequences, but we don't follow up. How many times do you say no, but you end up giving in? 
when you don't enforce your boundaries, you train others to cross them. That is what was happening with my son. Like I would tell him, if you don't do that homework, you're going to be without your PS4 for two weeks. And then I got busy at work. He's interrupting me in a meeting and I'm like, just go play your PS4. And I trained him to cross that line that I had set in the first place. And I'll go deeper as to what I was doing wrong. Aside from not enforcing my own boundaries, there was a deeper reason for that. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. But if you don't enforce your boundaries, you're training others to cross them and don't respect those boundaries. The second reason why boundaries sometimes don't work is because of our need to please others. Let me be clear. Someone is going to be upset. This all is always going to be true, whether you enforce them or you don't. Many times we don't enforce our boundaries or we relax on them because we are afraid that it would upset others. The truth is that when you don't enforce your own boundaries, the one that is going to end up being upset is you. So whether it's them or you, someone is always going to be upset. Yes, people will be upset when you enforce boundaries. But think about it this, this way. The reason why you need to set boundaries on the first place is because others are not respecting your rules. You're making others uncomfortable when you are enforcing your rule, your boundaries. Yes, that is true. But if you don't set boundaries, then you're always going to be upset and you're always going to be frustrated. So even if it's for the first time, think about yourself first. Be a little bit selfish. Um, stop thinking or wanting to please everyone. Because when you do that, the person that you're never pleasing is yourself. You're always going to be frustrated. You're always going to be stressed out and it's not worth it. And the thing is that once you set boundaries and people learn to operate within your boundaries, they're not going to longer be upset and it's going to work just fine. But yes, at the beginning, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, the third reason why um, our wonder, our boundaries don't work is anger. Yes, anger. We set boundaries while we're angry because someone has crossed a line or not honor the quote-unquote rules and we react emotionally to that and we set boundaries when we are angry. This is what happened to me with my son. When I was upset or angry, angry is a strong word, but when I was upset because he didn't do his homework, I overreacted to that in the moment. I didn't allow myself the space to slow down, think through the situation, and I just emotionally reacted to that, threatening him to take away his electronics for two weeks. The truth is, eliminating electronics for two weeks, 
to a 12-year-old, probably not the best way to manage it, right? And if you think about it afterwards, probably the boundary that I said was not a realistic one, was not a healthy one, was not one that was set for success, but rather than one that was set from the very beginning for failure. So don't set boundaries while being angry. When we get angry, it's easy to overreact and make the other person also get defensive. Instead, allow yourself to calm down first and then follow the next three steps. Step number one, set a clear, healthy, and realistic boundary. Number two, be clear about what is going to be the consequence if that boundary is not respected. And make sure that you communicate that to the other person because, again, no one can read your mind. You need to speak up. If you're not clear in, in sharing what the boundary is and what the consequences are if they fail to stick to that boundary, you can't expect others to operate within the boundary that you're setting. And number three, stick to your own boundary. Sometimes it's hard, but even if I would tell my son, there's no electronics for the rest of the day until tomorrow, that is a more healthy boundary, a more realistic one, but I need to stick to it. Otherwise, again, any time that I don't stick to my boundary, I'm giving people permission to cross the line again. And the worst thing is that the next time that I set a different boundary for a different situation, they're going to start off not respecting the boundary. And it's going to be harder to set new boundaries, even in other areas, because I teach them. I give them permission to overstep on that line that I put on the sand myself. So let me close this podcast today reminding you that boundaries are not always popular. Typically are quite the opposite. The thing with life is that it's not a popularity contest. So will setting this boundary make you happier? Will setting healthy boundaries make you feel happier? and set you free? And if the answer is yes, then it's totally worth it. And I hope that after this episode, you can agree with me that boundaries do set us free. My wish for you today is that you walk away from listening to this podcast episode thinking about what boundaries you need to set in your own life. In what areas of your life you need to set boundaries to help you live a happier life. As always, I hope that you liked today's podcast episode. If you did, please do me a favor, 
go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And while you're there, make sure that you subscribe so you get notifications or upcoming podcast episodes. And finally, one last favor. If you can think of anyone that can benefit from today's episode, do me a favor and send them the link right now. And with that, I hope that you have an amazing day and I will see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.